0: Well, unpackage your toys and put your pants on. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues Podcast, episode number 356, brought to you by Apple Music, Audible, and ActionFigureBlues.com. I'm Adam, and with me tonight are... Eddie. And John. Tonight, our toys of the week are the TYS Toys Dragon Bass, the Mafex John Wick, and the Nendroid Shokugeki no Soma Magumi Tadokoro. Well, well, well. If it isn't the prodigal Eddie. Eddie, what have you been up to? Oh, what have I been up to? I'm in
1: the middle of school holiday craziness at the moment, um, while also uh, in pre-production for directing a musical. So I am running on almost zero sleep, uh very exhausted but extremely happy to be here with you guys it's been a while since i've been able to do an episode and i think even longer since i've been able to speak to the two of you
0: it Hmm. has been a long time it has has. yeah and uh, episodes maybe i don't know yeah seems like longer Hmm. Hmm. mr john also prodigal how have you been
2: i'm okay
3: Hmm.
2: looks a little crazy but our our year end was last month so you know it's the start Mm. of the year and it Everybody's setting goals and <sighs> priorities and Yeah. Do you have effies there? Um no? End of
1: financial <laughs> so yeah? End of financial year sales and just it's become a new word for some reason this year. I don't oh. remember it any real previous year, but everyone's talking about effies now.
0: Are well you, in It's in, AFS. Ha- really? Yeah, they had like huh. all these ads about happy EFS and whatever else, but okay, now it's Effie's sure kids these days.
2: Yeah. Yeah. my 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 business doesn't really have that, you know. Because I work in a medical industry, so
0: You don't give discounts at the end of financial year? No. Okay, duly no. noted. You know, it's yeah, it's it's not <laughs> yeah. like can can you
2: wait to have your accident until
0: <laughs> Yeah.
2: <laughs> please, please please don't have your heart attack until you know hold it off you can save some money
0: yeah <laughs> don't suck up on your pacemakers for a couple of weeks and uh just hope that you get through until yeah 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 yep. what do you
2: guys bought here recently i was gonna ask
0: uh, i
1: i've actually got a weird acquisition story uh so a while ago i pre-ordered on amazon the multiverse shazam figures And uh, I got the uh, shipping notice a couple of weeks ago, how Amazon sent you that thing saying, you know, it will be delivered by today. Uh, So I get home and there's a box on my porch and I pick it up and uh, take it inside, open it up. No Shazam figures at all in the box. So uh, I give Amazon a call. I run through their customer service and. I uh, explain you know that uh, I haven't got what I've ordered, and they're able to track down what's happened to my actual uh package and worked out from the box that I got who's it uh, belonged to it. it was someone on like the complete other side of the country and that uh so they're like, okay, we're gonna re uh send your stuff out uh, and I was like what what do I do with the box that I've got?' And they said, oh, well, it's too big of an issue to try and get a courier out to you to pick that up and then reship it to the other side of the country. We've got plenty in stock, so we're just going to send them uh, the straight-up new one from our store, and you can uh, just keep that box there. Uh, The box that I'd been sent was actually a Nintendo Switch. Uh, So, yeah, the full uh, console and games and things like that, but... Uh, I uh, one uh, was raised uh, on Catholic guilt so I can't accept uh, good things happening to me Uh, so I kept (laughs) it in the box by the door for ages just waiting for a courier to come back and be like oh we stuffed up can we get that back Um, which never happened so this week I finally took it down to the local game store and was able to do a direct trade for a PlayStation 4 so Uh, For the first time in my uh, life, I'm living that gamer dream of I've got one of every main console.
2: Woo Just in time to get a PlayStation 5.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, that might have been part of my thinking is like if I get, one of each of the consoles. Then when the new generation starts, I can do finally do one of the, you ever see EB do that stupid thing of like trade in two Xbox 360s and get an Xbox one. And you're like, who has two Xbox 360s to trade in? Well, now I do. Excellent. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, Shazam figures off Amazon and you
0: get whole Nintendo switches. Apparently so awesome. you've got to do it right. It's like a secret menu at McDonald's
2: or. Yeah, I think so. Mm. You gotta click. You gotta click up, up, down, down, left, right, <laughs> left,
1: right. I, I just keep having images of poor timmy who's like all i wanted was a nintendo switch but i, I got this dr savannah figure for some reason <laughs> well, who the fuck it's is dr you, savannah what? Yeah. Yeah, birthday ever?
2: he's got the look on his face like the little kid in uh, nightmare before christmas that gets the shrunken head
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's he trying to make the best out of it oh he's mark strong he's a very beloved actor <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: fuck mark strong i want my switch <laughs> yeah <laughs> i wanted mario not mark strong Excellent. That's a fantastic story. <laughs> um, what have I gotten recently? Um, after acquiring uh, things from John for other people and uh, whatnot when I was away, I got back to a big box of figures, including the item that I'll talk about tonight. Um, and more recently, I have purchased my second and third remote control cars for oh, nice. assembly, except they're both exactly the same chassis and everything, and one of them's not mine. It's Beck's. Which is is fine, but um, yeah. So now we'll be able to race each other around local car parks. So did, did
2: you, you did get different radios, right?
0: We have the same brand of radio, but it okay. should be but okay. You,
2: different frequency. Okay.
0: they well, they're three channel ones, so they should be okay. We shall see. Listeners
1: at home, try and guess which one's the engineer.
2: <laughs> well, we we did that at work. You remember when those little like ten dollar. Like almost like matchbox car sized cars yep. came out the little yep. radio control ones. Me and a guy at work both had them, and we were sitting across from each other in cubes. And we went to go try them one day at the same time, and we had the same frequency. So every time somebody turned left, both cars would turn left. Excellent. <laughs> both cars would turn right. Yeah, it didn't go real well.
0: It's a co-op game. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. How I about only you? Only
2: make the left side. Yeah. Kay. I only make the rights. <laughs> Um, I, I actually got one of my grail pieces this week. I was, I'm kind of excited about it. I nice. almost reviewed it, but I'm not going to take it out of the box. So, um, yeah, it's even in the box still. I managed to get a toy fair. You guys remember toy fair, the magazine?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I love toy fair. Yes, 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 yes.
2: One of their first, you know, they always had uh mail aways and one of their first ones was the, uh, World of Springfield, Homer Simpson. He was a glow in the dark in his radiation suit.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: And I remember ordering it, but that thing was so underproduced that they they actually didn't no not everybody got one that ordered it. Um, so I haven't had that piece for you know since it came out. And I finally found one. I was on an auction site on Facebook, and somebody had some Simpson stuff. I always look. Um, because that's one of the figures I didn't have, but he can run, you know, 100, 150, depending on, you know, who your eBay seller is. Mm -hmm. So that was always a little out of my range, but this guy had, um, it was a reply auction and started with, uh, you know, minimum bid of 45 and it was for him and a comic book guy. And so I got both of them for like 45 bucks and I I was really, really pleased with that. So, um, turns out i actually have that comic book guy there's one i don't have but it's not that one so um might be trade fodder for down the road but yeah the the homer's really cool he actually does glow in the dark and because it's a window box you can like light him up you know and stuff so um i'm pretty excited about that because i'm down to like three or four figures now um in that whole line that i don't have
1: Cool, awesome i i do miss toy fair that's that's actually been coming up in a lot of conversations recently I'm seeing is people um, talking about the old Toy Fair magazine days because it was like where so much news and info and really opened up the world of action figures. Like for the first time, you know, you're reading interviews with sculptors and um, brand managers and uh, all sorts of stuff. And even just, you know, particularly being here in Australia, there were so many toys that we just didn't get. Like that was Mm. how I knew Certain toys existed in the world that I'd never seen, and uh, in often cases wouldn't see for years and years. Like we never got the Blade action figure line, um, or there was a line of action figures based on the Jim Carrey Grinch movie. Um, I know, I remember they had were on the cover of one Toy Fair, but we never actually got them down here.
2: Just weird stuff like that. It's so good. Huh. I. I- I've looked through some recently and I remember back in the day I'd be like, what's all this Japanese stuff? I I don't care about this. (laughs) And now I look through it and go, oh, man, that was a figure back then. I'd love to have that now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's funny looking at the old um, like top 10 most wanted action figures. And there'd be ones that's like, oh, you could get that for three dollars now. And then other ones where it's like, oh, I wish I had to grab that Palisades Muppet thing
2: when I had the chance. Yeah, I mean, I go through some of those, and I'm like, okay, I had that one, that one, that one, that one, that one. Didn't have that one, you know. Mm -hmm. I'll have, like, five out of the ten, you know. If it was Star Wars, Muppets, or Simpsons, I probably had it, so.
0: (laughs) You're that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, how about we take a short break and come back with our first toy of the week? Yeah. We can do that. Excellent.
3: If you like listening to podcasts, then there's a good chance you'd enjoy audiobooks as well. To make it easy for you, our sponsor, Audible, is offering our listeners a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial when you go to audibletrial.com forward slash afblues. A book I'd like to recommend is X heroes by author Peter Kleins. X-Heroes is the first book in a series about a group of superheroes trying to survive and protect what's left of humanity in the wake of a zombie apocalypse. It's a genre-bending story that has something for fans of comic books, superhero films, and the whole zombie phenomenon. To get your copy of X-Heroes for free and start your 30-day trial, or find another book to start your Audible journey, go to audibletrial.com forward slash afblues.
2: Well, it's time for one of those segments that we do all the time now, and that's Toy of the Week. We do some reviews, and we check out new things, bizarre things, things we just want to talk about because we want to say neener, neener, neener and make you jealous. And, you know, the hottest guy that we have that reviews stuff from across the seas is Adam. So, Adam, take it away.
0: Thank you. Thank you. So, tonight I am departing from my normal It's Figure Arts or It's Dragon Ball theme, only a little bit, slightly, maybe it's Dragon Ball. Um, the item I'm reviewing is from a company called TYS Toys. Um, from what I can see, they seem to do diorama pieces, so sort of like what I'm talking about tonight. Um, there was like a, a one six, I think it was, scale uh, motorcycle or something I saw they did. Um... Sorry, 112, um, which is kind of cool. But tonight I am reviewing the Dragon Base accessory. So um, for those that are wondering what the hell I'm talking about, this is essentially, um, you know how SH Figure Arts do the, um, they had like the, not Explosion Effect, it might be it was called an Explosion Effect, but the Rocky Base that they did? It's like that, and then it's like they merged in uh, the um, figure arts or effect aura, like the key part, um, into that, and then chucked on some lighting effects. Um, so we'll talk about this a little bit. Um, for those that are interested, this came out in 2019, um, best I can tell. I got mine in 2019 for sure. Um, and it goes for about $50 US you might be able to get a bit cheaper um, but you'd be paying a bit for the shipping um, in terms of weight it's it's not a light thing um, I'm just looking at the stats it's uh, does not say, very good, helpful um, but it's, uh, it's probably about a kilo-ish maybe more um, it's quite large so it's like 24 centimeters I think at its maximum height, um, 20 centimeters at maximum width and about 20 centimeters the other dimension. So uh, she she a boxy thing. Um, and it does come in a box. It's not a pretty box. it's a cardboard box with uh, by way of art on it, it's got a, a little sticker kind of uh, or a little picture of what it is um, basically stuck on the outside of the box so that's how you know that it is what's meant to be in there, but it would be easily something that could fall off or be replaced, so it's not it's not in any way um, a flashy, displayable box. Inside the box, it's packed into two uh, styrofoam halves that you separate. You can put them back in the box if you want, so if you want to continue to have that box for storing this later on, you're welcome to do so. Um, take it out of the box. There is no assembly required. Um, and you are, you are looking at a rocky indentation. So for those of you that are wondering why I said kind of Dragon Ball, um, related, every time there's a fight pretty much in the desert, um, which is one of the most favorite places to fight in Dragon Ball Z because, you know, some of the characters are amazingly, um, conscious. Or oh, have have a conscience, but conscious of not destroying life unnecessarily, and like to go to deserts because no one lives there apart from you know all the dinosaurs and everyone else that seems to live there. Um, so it's got that rocky desert feel with uh, a bit of a, an uplift at the sides to show there's a bit of a crater happening. Uh, it's got a nice rocky base with cracks in it, so it looks like a you know like a dried out um, riverbed. So it's got that, you know, the the moisture's gone in, it's dried out, and then it's dried out further and it's cracked apart. It's got that look. Uh, you have the sculpted um, key aura coming up. I guess if you were doing like a, a Godzilla or uh, an Iron Man type thing, you could say that's um, some kind of explosion going off around them or, or some kind of heat shield, um, but that's, that's going on there. And that's sculpted out of... Um, like a translucent yellow resin type thing. Um, but it has got some uh, some paint colorization, so it does go to kind of an orangey look around the tips. Um, and I guess the other thing is, I think it's actually not just paint, it might actually somehow refract, because if you move it around a bit, it kind of looks a bit like there's some orange through bits of the some of the, the splines coming off of this thing. Um, interestingly, because I'm not normally one to you know, stroke away at these things just in case I cause damage to translucent plastics with my oily fingers. Um, There is some level of texture, and so that may either be just uh, an imperfection in the piece, it may just be like a mould thing, it may be paint, I'm not entirely sure what it is, and I'm going to stop rubbing at that in case I damage it further. So um, that's kind of the, the description of the item by itself. It's got a felt bottom, it's got like the little feet things, so you know, they're kind of little soft foam things so that it doesn't just scrape along whatever it is you're putting it on. Uh, And then there is the magically hidden under piece of felt that you totally are not meant to move away. Note to Adam, don't move it. Um, And under this piece of felt, which you don't need to move, is the switch and there is not an exposed battery it's just, uh, there's essentially a a divot taken out of the bottom, and there's a little uh, plastic-enclosed switch that you just press on, and um, you can do that without moving the, phone, the felt, if you want to move the felt you can, but that's your choice, buddy, um, and that causes the, um, the Aura pieces to light up, and that's nice, and then if you press the switch again, get that, see if you can get a nice clicky effect into the microphone, it starts uh, flashing rapidly. And then if we give it one more press, it flashes quite slowly. And one last press, and it goes back to off. So the lighting is very white, and it shows as very white, even though the the splines themselves are quite yellow-looking, which is a bit off-putting. Like I think if we'd gone for... You know we're having yellowy spines with orangey tips. I think either a white or a yellowy light or an orange light may have been better. I appreciate that it may not have been as effective so it may not have um lit up as far or it might have been a lower power may have looked like it was a lower power effect and not done as much um but I think that's kind of disappointing um I think it's also a little bit disappointing that those are kind of the only speeds is. Um, on all the time which I think is what I would do if I was going to leave it on or flashing rapidly or flashing slightly slower Um, I'm kind of doing flashing effects with my hands now it's not really a a (laughs) non-visual way of communicating but there we go Um, like I I think it would have been almost worth spending the extra 20 cents in componentry to put like a little um, essentially a dial resistance where you could change the speed that it flashes at i think that would have been really useful like a little you know timing switch there uh wouldn't have cost a hell of a lot more may have cost them some more to check in quality control or something i'm not sure um but that would have been i think a, a great feature the other thing if they really wanted to go and improve the general use of this thing i would have loved it if one of the rocky pieces because they're they're Sculpted so that they are separate, and then they've got kind of the the brown wash going down along in between them. Is if one of those actually was not just sculpted separate, but was actually the button for changing the um, mm. the lighting and the tempo? I think that would have been really, really great way to do it, um, because then you don't have to, you know flip it over hold it feel around okay there's for the button there's pressing exactly where I need to press to do the switch um, it would have just been a simple I just push down and it goes on or a push down and it goes off and provided that it's not an overly soft switch um, putting a figure in there or whatever else is not going to set it off
2: it would have been cool to have like translucent between the cracks too
0: yeah that would have been fantastic and have that light up yeah, yeah. Um, especially I guess that would have been extra good if it was like a red or a yellowy light would have been tremendous
2: well you know that's that's kind of deceiving because the way the descriptions written it actually says three color options not three yeah um, speeds you know
0: yes so that is incorrect and untrue although looking at the photos where you can see it's a like it's orangey looking um that's it's also a slightly deeper orange than mine looks but We'll leave that out. Mm. Oh, no, it does look about that orange if I put it against a black background. If I put it against a, a light or a white background, it's definitely much lighter. Um, oh, so,
2: uh, yeah, they they did do their pictures all against black, didn't they?
0: Yeah. So Clever. That's how they've got mm. it to look that orange. Uh, so that's another another trick for young players. If you put it against a light or a white background, it's not going to look that dark, deep, and orange. Um, it'll look more kind of... Very clear, yellowy colour, um, almost, almost clear and see-through. Um, so that's an interesting kind of take on it. Um, the other thing is that it says that it's for a one-sixth or a one-twelfth scale figure. Now, I've seen photos of it with a one-sixth scale figure and a one-twelfth. With a one-twelfth, it looks about right. It looks like it's you know the the energy aura is coming up above the top of the head. If you get it at the right angle, um, it looks pretty much right. If you put it with a one-sixth scale figure, it comes up to like their waist at the top. Um, so it's really just like their legs are powering up. Um, and I'm not, I'm not sold on that. I think, um, I think, is there even really that many one
1: one-sixth Dragon Ball figures to put with it
0: there would be but there you're typically either at that point going for probably something like one of the Fiken bodies or something with a swap out head or or some kind of aftermarket outfit and head um or you're mm. talking about something that's already almost a statue piece
1: yeah like i i can remember some from like the old Irwin days but i don't oh, know yeah. if you're gonna yeah, put yeah. like a high-end base with one of those figures <laughs>
0: I seem to remember those looking actually pretty good and and well detailed back in the day, but I could be wrong.
1: They they were okay for back in the day, but you look at them now and it's, and it's kind of very jumpy, much yeah. an an action manny kind of <laughs> body and uh, loose fit
2: and clothes. Awesome. Yeah, with a Ghost Rider, it might look okay though. If you had a one six Ghost Rider,
0: yeah, maybe. Like it could just yeah. be around his kind of below yeah. his waist, something, yeah, something like that. And I think again, at that point, you probably. Like, that lighting from underneath the base would have looked extra excellent rather than just coming up from around him. Um, so, you know, I think it's it's a good piece. Um, I think it's a great um, display item, and I think it's, it's nicer than if you just had the figure arts um, kind of cratery explosion piece plus the key effect, um, which really only would give you kind of... It'd still give you a similar effect, but it just wouldn't look as nicely integrated and wouldn't look as um, as tight. Um, but on the other hand, those pieces um, are a bit more flexible, so you can modify your crater, you can change your, your key effect a little bit around. Um, you could use them separately, whereas this is all one integrated piece. You can't separate it out, um, or at least if you could, it's, it's going to actually be breaking things, so I am not doing that. Um, I guess the other thing is, Yeah, it's heavy, so it's going to cost you a lot in shipping. Um, And it is 50 bucks US, so if you don't want it, um, you're probably a bit stuffed. Um, You're kind of out of luck. Um, Yeah, so I think it's okay. I think it's a good piece. I have two of these. Um, I ordered two at the time (laughs) because I was like, well, that way I can have two characters facing off. Uh, I kind of regret ordering two of them. Now, um, in hindsight, but <laughs> that's life. Um, I think this is probably... It's a pass mark, which means it's at least a 5 out of 10. Um, it's probably a 6 out of 10, and it's really just those details of... It's it's close, it's getting there, it's a long way off perfect. Um, I think I've talked enough about the things that could be done to make it better. I think if some of those things were done, it would be... Um, Around an eight or a nine out of ten. Like I mean, the sculpting is great in terms of the rock. It's it's got great washes. It's got dry brushing. Um, but I mean, in all honesty, it's kind of hard to screw up sculpting a rock. To some extent, um, he says, without having done it himself. Um, and yeah, I think it's really the light up effects are, are one of the key drawbacks to this piece. Um, yeah.
2: So that you that's- know it's. It's very stylized in the flames. I mean, that's the, the one downside is it's not flames. It's definitely like a an energy effect or something. Cause,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, um, and it, it may not suit everyone that does energy effect things as well, right? Mm. So you might try and put it with a different anime series and it might not work. Yeah. Um, but I think if you've got the angle right and the background right, you might actually make it look more like um, flames going off, but just at more of a distance.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's big enough that if you had a, a one twelve like a six inch figure, you could kneel them down in the middle of that base, right?
0: Yes, if that I'm would looking be at fine. Right. Yeah,
2: that would yeah, make sense. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. You, do you wonder if they they do a rock base like that because all the old uh, Tokusatsu shows, whenever they're fighting and have explosions, are out in a quarry?
0: I would be extremely surprised if that's not part of it as well. um yeah, I think it's that, and I think you know the name of Dragon Base kind of gives away this is meant to be a, a wink wink, Dragon Ball. This is for Dragon Ball. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What?
2: Shh! Don't tell anybody.
0: <sighs> He's just white. <woke.
2: laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Adam. I appreciate that review, and I think all of our listeners out there are going to appreciate that because maybe you informed them on something they were looking at, or maybe they want to buy it now. So, guys, go check it out. But uh, I think based on Adam's review, proceed with caution. And with that, we'll be right back after this with another review.
3: <laughs> I'm Dr. Wiley, my robot, and I will control the world as soon as we get rid of that blue-dwee Mega Man and his robot dog rush. Bomb Man, make sure they have a blast. What? Mega Man's taking over the bomb? Good man, watch out. Mega Man can use your own power against you just like that. Okay, Mega Man, get your stuff Proto Man and Cuts at the same time? I don't think so. Mega Man, collect them all from Bandai!
0: Well, welcome back, and continuing our trifecta of Toys of the Week, I will hand over to the man who needs very little introduction himself, in Eddie. Eddie, take it away.
1: Ah, oh, thank you.
0: Uh, so for my
1: Toy of the Week, I'm going to be covering something that's been sitting in my review pile for a while. Um, I was just waiting for the right group of people to talk about it with. And that is the Mafex John Wick, uh, which is kind of timely to be talking about now since we seem to be living in a bit of a Keanu renaissance between uh, John Wick 3 uh, call me maybe some rom com that he had an apparently amazing guest appearance in. Uh, Toy Story 4, him turning up at E3 and instantly becoming a meme and a gif. Uh, it seems like uh, everything uh, and everyone is talking about Keanu Reeves at the moment, and really the beginning of uh, people talking about Keanu Reeves again. Comes from the John Wick franchise, and this is something I've been wanting action figures on uh, for quite some time. Uh, and uh, I went from having none to a plethora of options, uh, and from Hot Toys, uh, Diamond Select, and I ended up going with Mafex, even though I've actually never brought a Mafex figure before. So,
2: where did you uh, bring
1: this- it? I I took it to the counter for purchase, Scotty. Uh, (laughs) So um, I've never sort of picked one of these up. So this is a a brand uh, new company for me to uh, be reviewing. Uh, And I'm fairly pleased uh, for the most part overall. So this is John Wick as uh, he looks in the first film. But uh, really it's an outfit that he wears uh, in all of them, which is just a black suit with a black shirt and black tie and uh, Keanu Reeves with his long hair. Uh, The Mafex body does remind me a lot of sort of figure arts uh, in terms of where you've got their articulation, the way they sort of do, uh, the kind of sunken uh, double joints in the elbows, uh, even though the sort of backside of the elbows are a little bit weird, uh, they kind of s- extend out in a long way, uh, and same with sort of the hidden ball behind, um, the legs on the knees. Uh, so it's been sculpted to hide it a little bit, but if you're looking up close at it, uh, you can definitely see, uh, that it is there. Uh, he's also got a nice bit of motion in his, it's sort of got two ball joints in his waist. So the middle section, uh, you get a lot of rotation based around. My only trouble here is his tie is actually a fairly solid piece of plastic. So you don't want to be rocking him too much or pushing forward, uh, too quickly, or you want to be careful where you're applying pressure there. Cause you don't want to sort of snap his tie off. Uh, potentially in the run. Uh, his shoulders actually have butterfly joints hidden underneath uh, the jacket shoulders there. So you can get a wide range of motion out of the shoulders. Uh, sometimes they sort of get stuck in very awkward and uh, non-realistic uh, positions. So you've kind of got to play around with them to get them in a nice looking pose. It sort of reminds me a lot of Revoltech, where you kind of got to play around with the articulation till you find an angle you like there uh, on the shoulders. But the actual sculpting work is fantastic. They appear to be using the same face scan technology that Hasbro has been using to paint the head sculpt. Uh, when you look up close uh, and sort of under a magnifying glass, you can almost see the pixelation uh, of the print, but from a distance, <laughs> uh, the head sculpts, are actually really amazing uh, the weird thing is though I tend to find when looking at images of him online uh, he comes with two heads one with sort of the hair all messed up and him sort of have his face a little bit more cut up and one with his hair slicked back and no battle damage uh, the one where his hair sort of messed up and down seems to look more like Keanu in images uh, and the one with his hair slicked back, not as much. But in person, it's actually the reverse. Uh, and it's it's sort of a weird uh, phenomenon. I, d- I don't quite know uh, why that is. And I'm not the only person I've heard sort of express this. But uh, weirdly, yeah, when you're looking at images online in hand, uh, it's going to flip which one actually looks more like Keanu. But Really, they're both fantastic, and compared to uh, some of the other figures that are coming out based on the character, uh, this is easily the best one in terms of likeness. Uh, paint-wise, apart from the head, is actually pretty basic because he's just wearing uh, black clothes, so there's a little bit of highlighting, like he's got silver on the buckle, uh, and his right hand has his wedding ring uh, sort of painted on silver, but pretty much everything else is just the plastic, but they have chosen some good spots to use say shiny uh plastic where you've got uh his shoes where there's more matte on the suit uh the belt's got a little bit of shine to it pieces like that so it does uh work when you have it in hand but nothing super stellar or uh stand out in terms of paint aside from the head uh he also comes with a swappable hand so you've got two relaxed palms You've got a gun holding uh, sort of trigger finger. Uh, You've got two fists and you've got two different sort of holding uh, pieces for his different guns. So one where he holds the extra handle on his uh, submachine gun and another one that sort of grips uh, the pump action on the shotgun that he comes with. Uh, So he also has, obviously, a shotgun and a submachine gun. And he comes with two pistols, one being a small pistol and one being sort of the larger extended pistol that he's probably uh, most known for using. Uh, Now, the guns do appear to be uh, fairly realistic in their sculpting. There's actually really not a lot of paintwork going on on them, though. They're they're a fairly matte uh, black uh, color, uh, it seems to be kind of realistic to how the guns actually are in the movie. For the most part, I don't sort of know them to be, uh, varying in color or, uh, design. They sort of seem to be tactically black. Um, but it might've been nice to get a couple of sort of shiny paint pieces or that to bring out, uh, more metallic versus sort of grip or pieces like that. Yeah. Uh, I and- think,
2: I think most of them are all black.
1: Hmm. Uh, And one thing I do like is it does have the straps on them, though, so you can strap them around your shoulder or uh, dip them through. The shotgun has a very weird strap, uh, and this is how it looks in the movie, but it's a strap coming right at the back bunt uh, of the gun that sort of flips over. Uh, So it's hard to get that in a naturalistic uh, position that you'd be swinging that over your shoulder or wrapped in, but uh, it does look good when it's uh, in his hand and just sort of dragging Uh, across the ground there so there's not actually a whole lot to him he is fairly basic but that's kind of the charm of John Wick at the same time if anyone's seen the first film it's not exactly a huge in-depth plot or a lot going on like it is a fairly to the bones uh, piece that sort of just looks at this character so it even though there's not a lot here it oddly does uh, work. Uh, I, I would have liked if he came with a couple of knives or something like that. Uh, but for the most part, it's what you'd want from this first film. Uh, John wick. Uh, the only thing that then might put people off since he is fairly basic is being Mafex. He is pretty pricey. I was quite lucky to get him at around $120 Australian. Mm. Um, but he, has sold on some places for upwards of $200, uh, which is starting to get more in the hot toys uh, territory. But I generally tend to find Mafex you can sort of find around the place within a year or so of them uh, coming out for not too horrendously priced. So uh, I, I wouldn't recommend paying $200 for him, but if you can get him around that figure arts price, Uh, He's not a bad pickup, and he's definitely one that I've had a lot of fun playing around and posing. If you uh, search John Wick on the Action Figure Blues Facebook page, you can see all the sorts of weird, wacky, um, a lot of it kind of inspired more by Keanu Reeves himself, uh, fun (laughs) pictures, uh, and also a little bit of Duke Kaboom in there before we even knew he was a thing. Uh, But uh, he is very much a fun figure that I've had a lot of fun playing around and posing uh, with other figures because it's there's just no one on your toy shelf that you don't want to pose John Wick next to uh, in a fight. So uh, he works really well for that. So I've had a lot of fun. I always love when there's a film franchise where you're like, oh, I wish we could get an action figure of that and we eventually get one. Uh, so I am excited just even to have a figure based on this, uh, at the time, a smaller budget film franchise. Uh, so I'm going to give him 8.5 dollies out of 10. Uh, and the thing I should say, I was actually going to mark him a little bit lower cause I was having trouble getting him in his iconic pose for the way that he holds his handguns with sort of his elbow flicked out. Uh, but while I was setting up to review, I actually finally figured out how to bend his shoulder the right way and get into that pose. So, uh, my biggest complaint, uh, was actually just me being a terrible poser
2: we need to isolate just that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that that shotgun he comes with is a bizarre choice. I, I'm surprised they use that in that movie because it's not a, a common. It's a, in case you're wondering, it's a Kel KSG shotgun. And it looks like if you look at Eddie's pictures, it looks like it has three barrels, but it actually, what it has is it has two uh, uh, tubes underneath. So, in a in a pump shotgun like that, the tubes are where the, the shells are, are stored. So it's got basically a double a, a double magazine kind of kind of huh. system on it. Hmm. Do the um do the like the sights on those guns? Do they come off? Or are they swappable? or Are they pretty much permanent?
1: No, they. Uh, as far as I can tell, because it's a fairly thin line of plastic connecting them uh, to the gun, but they seem to be just part of the sculpt. And, then that's,
2: uh, and, and just because I'm sure Eddie wants to know, the the bigger pistol is an HK P30L, and uh, that's a that's a nine millimeter or a forty. And then the, the smaller one I think is a Glock twenty six. Okay. Thank you. And and one little thing that's actually not a submachine gun that that's a full rifle.
1: Uh see, this is th- that was the one I thought I had because the amount of times I like, oh, it's a machine gun, and you and Ben are like, no, that's a submachine gun. So I was yeah. like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna g- remember this time. I'm gonna, and yep, it bit me.
2: Yep, <laughs> yep. It's a, it's a full, it's a Kohari arm CA four one five. And I know that. you're saying, but John, how do you know that? Because you don't see it that long in the, in the film, right? And and John, you've never seen that film. <laughs> <laughs> so um actually you guys are all familiar with um IMDB, right? You go to IMDb mm-hmm. and look at yeah. movies. Well there's actually if you if you look around, there's a um firearms movie database. If you search for that, um it's like a web page that somebody's put together and it lists like guns that are used in movies. So if you look up a movie, it'll tell you all the, the guns and it'll it'll tell you what characters used them and um and that kind of thing. So
1: The uh, only one I remember is the uh, Colin Farrell Total Recall. They used vector machine guns Mm -hmm. because uh, the What's on Joe Mine crew used to mention that fact every time a figure came with a vector machine gun. (laughs) So that's the only one uh, that I know (laughs) off the top of my head.
2: Yeah. Well, that vector was used as a part of Cable's gun in Deadpool 2, too. If you actually look, part of the base of that gun is is a vector. Huh. Um, but if you knew that, if you knew like vector, you could go to this this firearms database and uh, look up vector, and it'll. You can go by it backwards by gun too. So if you knew what gun it was, you could say, Oh, I want to see where all the vector guns were used, and it'll show you um, movies with I, all the. I would used.
1: imagine part of my problem is uh, I am a nineties child who grew up playing the Golden Eye on Nintendo mm. 64, <laughs> and so. Most of my gun names are incorrect, weird little made-up gun names that they used for that video game. So uh, I still call things like RPG-90s and uh, uh, Soviets instead of AK-47s and stuff like that. So uh, (laughs) Dovastals. Yeah, my my gun knowledge is, is quite terrible, mainly because of
2: Goldeneye. It, it it's harder for me because I'm a couple of years away from when I bought my my first gun, and I was doing a lot of research then. But I haven't kept up with it, and so I, uh, you know, like some of the pistols and stuff. There's just so many in the world; it's it's hard to keep up with. Mm. That's a neat figure, though. I I, I can dig him.
0: Good. I like that. Is it with the the oh. straps for the guns? It almost looks like he's wearing a scarf. <laughs> yeah.
2: I I wonder why they didn't go with like some kind of soft plastic plastic yeah like a sculpted one i don't
0: know yeah
1: i'm not too sure if it is just to get it around him in different ways so you can have him loaded up and they are sort of hanging there a bit more uh because the plastic does have a little bit of weight to it so it does uh, hang fairly natural on him for the most part um depending on your positioning or that whether that's uh Part of the reason, or uh,
2: yeah, it's um, just a little thick. On the, I think Marauder Task Force is coming out with six-inch weapons. I haven't been over their site in a while. I don't know. if They might even be on the site now. I think they might be. Um, so if you go over to uh, the Marauder Gunrunner site, you might be able to get them a whole arsenal.
1: Yeah, there was a fantastic the Metzko 112 one, um, which apparently like broke the Metzko website, but they had his whole like hitman set up. Mm. So it had like his crate with the uh, Continental coins and like a whole bunch of his arsenal. that um, comes in the crate through there, and uh, that, that was some amazing stuff. But I'm, I'm just—it t- pains me. But yeah, the the real cloth look on the those figures just doesn't work quite the same uh, for me as sculpted plastic. So, uh, but if anyone wants to sell me that crate off by itself,
2: okay. uh, you know, contact me.
1: So, is it just because I know you're a dog lover? Is that why you haven't seen?
2: Yep, pretty much. Okay.
1: I I will probably watch it one of these days. I just have to watch it alone. Yeah. Or you can just just skip to the sequels, and it's like oh, I I know it's
2: past, and now I don't have to. Well, that might be what I do is I might watch the first one by myself, and then. <laughs> yeah how good the third one is just
1: oh so good uh but it's getting uh, on here and i'm excited to hear your uh toy of the week so uh unless you guys have any extra questions for me shall we move on to that that's true sure. yeah hey there it's me miles
2: morales and this is prowler we're teaming up to take him down trouble is he's brought company New
1: Spider-Verse figures, each sold separately. More than one wears the mask.
0: Well, after our last little break there between Toys of the Week, we shall hand over to John to bring us home, as he always manages to do, uh, with his final installment for us. John, over to you, my friend.
2: Okay, well, thank you very much for that. And tonight I've got something odd, because this is actually a Nendroid, which, have we ever done a Nendroid on the show before? I don't know. Eddie, do you have any?
1: Uh, no, I don't think I do. I thought I got one, but I don't actually. Because I've done some Link ones that I've picked up and walked around a store and then been like, oh, no, and then put it back. But, yeah. Uh,
0: I know I've purchased one mm. for someone else. Um, I have never reviewed one because I don't own one. But um, I can't
2: see Ben yeah. having bought one. Scotty would be the only one that mm. maybe...
0: Maybe would have done one.
2: Yeah. Um, This is actually my second one, but my first one's really stylized. So this one is a little bit more the standard um, dendroid, And this is Megumi Tadokoro from uh, Shokugeki no Soma, or as it's known in English, Food Wars. And um, it's her in her chef's uniform, not her school uniform. So are you guys familiar with Food Wars at all? I am not. Not at all. Okay, well, I bumped into it on Crunchyroll and said, what the hell is that? And uh, basically, if you think of anime high school Iron Chef.
0: Sounds like a winner. Okay. Oh, that uh, that
1: ties into my review because uh, the Iron Chef from Iron Chef uh is the villain in John Wick 3 so kind full of circle oh well. Well, that's that's the actor that's it's not him as the iron chef he in there and it's not a reveal he's the villain from the the very beginning yeah
2: okay yeah so um but when the characters like try a dish they really like or the judges in the show it, they're all their clothes fly off and you know there's the standard anime nudity um kind of stuff going on yeah it's it's really weird foodgasm would be a, a good good word for what happens um, but uh <laughs> megumi's a little a little a little different she is the um anime trope of the the sweet girl the innocent girl you know the the girl with no confidence um she actually comes from the Haikaido region i think um very small fishing town and um she's actually on the verge of probably failing out when, when, uh, Soma shows up and he kind of gives her a little more confidence and she ends up in the fall elections. I think, I think that's what this one's for or where this is from. Um, and so, uh, she has to, uh, make a dish in front of a bunch of judges and, and all of these battles happen in a stadium setting. <laughs> so, um, you know, the school—it's it, kind of like uh, from beginning to end, only like ten percent of their students graduate. So, like, there's people being like cut all the time. You know, you you use too much salt, you're expelled. You know, kind of <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, and so there's people always getting eliminated, and she's you know one of those people that that could be eliminated at any moment. It seems like, and she's not. So um, she gets into this this big battle and what she does is um, she, her family owns a restaurant. And one of their things is they actually, uh, will, uh, do this thing where they will dress, you know, a, a goosefish, which is the, this big, ugly, slimy fish. And and they would cut it down and, you know, basically fillet it as a public kind of, you know, one of those show things they would put, to put on in the restaurant. And, uh, the, the grandfather, he, he lost the ability to do that. So she said, well, I'm going to learn how to do it. And so as a little girl, she's, she's learning how to do it. And then uh, this figure actually comes with the goosefish And if you were on the, the AFB community on Facebook, um, I actually posted that fish when I got this figure. It's kind of a, a throwback to, uh, a, to uh, name that thing. And I think a lot of people were surprised. But it's hanging on a little post, and she comes with that. Um, Nendroid figures are kind of weird. They, um, The legs are just like little sticks with ball joints at the hips, kind of like a Revoltec joint. And then the arms basically just plug in. But she comes with uh, a couple of different arms and a couple of face paints, and she's got uh, a little clip in her hair that's silver. Um, overall, there's not a lot of paint except for on the head of this figure and mainly on the face plate. But the hair... The hair really sells me on this because it's it's blue, you know, like you would think it in an anime um, for, for black. Um, but it actually has just a very faint metallic sheen to it. And it's just enough to give it some gloss. You know, like it, it has some some highlights and some gloss to it, which, which is just really cool. Um, the front half of that uh, pops off and then you can switch out the faceplates. One neat thing, though, is her little... Um, braids she, she as a character has two braids almost entirely because you know that's how you tell anime characters part is their hairstyle yeah. and at the end of those two braids are like two rubber banded little parts where it comes out I found out on accident those actually come out but <laughs> it means you can swivel, it means you can swivel them so you can actually point them up or you can point them you know in different directions and it, it actually gives just a little bit of expression to her um, with those not much, but just a little bit. Uh, faceplate. she comes with three. She comes with a, a smiling faceplate, which is, you, you can tell that she's just on the verge of kind of gaining confidence here. Um, and then like a, an open mouth one, like, okay, I can maybe do this, but I don't know what I'm doing. And then one where she's just completely broken down with the white out, um, you know, anime eyes and like an open mouth. Uh, as a character, she tends to. She's the one that cries a lot. Like I said, she's the one that doesn't have a whole lot of confidence in the beginning of the show. So um, you, you kind of get that uh, that crying faceplate as well. Um, you know, there's there's articulation, but a lot of it comes from uh, swapping out the parts. So, like, hmm. she's got bent arms. And not only can you swap out the arms, but the hands swap out. So she comes with three sets of hands, I think. It's hard to tell because when you get her, she's in like a clamshell uh, window box, like a like a figure art. And the hands are actually and arms are in a little plastic baggie behind the clamshell. But all the hands are inserted in arms and I didn't realize they came, all came out at first. So she comes with a, a like a gripping hand and she has a knife that she can grip for, for filleting the fish and uh, a ladle. She has a ladle, a little ladle cooking ladle. She can grip. Um, she has one left hand that has a little plate on it, uh, that she can, um, I've got it on a, the bent face, you know, the bent arm so that she has it almost up to her face. Like, like she can taste from it because it almost looks like a little tasting bowl and, instead of a plate. Um, you know, because she's kind of got nindroids are kind of stylized where they've got the bigger head and the, the smaller body. So a um, little little different in that case. Uh, it works well with the show, though, that that style, because um, it's one of those shows where you'll go from a real detailed view, like during some of the fights. And then like some of the characters will break into like that anime um, cutesy chibi look. Yep. Um, so it, it goes back and forth sometimes. And, and this really kind of fits in between, you know, cause of the, the, you know, the proportion and the size of the head, uh, you know, you get that, that kind of chibi look to her, but it still looks like the character. Um, the other hands, I'm trying to think of what other hands she comes with. She comes with like open hands too. I don't, I don't think she has any punchy hands, but I'm, I'm not sure. Not that she'd huh. really need them. Um, just kind of odd to get a figure without a wow, fish. Um, the fish actually hangs on like a, a post. and This is not the post from the show. The uh, fish was actually in the show hanging from uh, like a triangular tripod thing. Uh, also, if you are looking online, the um, stock photos for the, the factory photos for her show her with a, a separate base plate for that fish. Um, she actually only has one of the Nendroid bases and you have to kind of like plug it in one of the corners and then she can go in the other corner with the little, her little stand up post. She does. I can get her to stand without the base, but it's not, you wouldn't want to leave her on the shelf and, and looking at it, I mean, you know, she's got this huge head. So, um, you, you really wouldn't want to leave her just standing on a shelf cause she, she will end up falling over. And the problem is, is if she falls over, um, you know, you probably got to knock an arm off or, or, or worse. Um, I actually, she fell off of where I had her on a little end table um, where, I, when I'd been looking at her and I, one of those little braids had popped out and I panicked because I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll never be able to replace that. So, but I, I managed to find it. Um, so I was, I was glad none of the dogs had found it before I, I did. Um, so she has a bent arm for a right arm, a bent arm for a left arm, um, straight arms for both. And then she has one that kind of like, uh, it's kind of cut in so she can kind of bring it around the front of her body, you know, like an almost like a, a scared pose. Um, so that, that arm's kind of different. Um, you know, kind of like she's pulling down her jacket maybe in the front or pulling at it. Yeah. Uh, um, as far as I know, she's also the only one from the show so far. So, um, Really hoping that we get some more. Uh, also, if you've watched the show in that scene, she actually has a a short sleeve. Um, the, sh- the scene with the fish, at least she has a short sleeve chef jacket on here. She has a long sleeve chef jacket on. But I think that's probably more common for her when she's cooking is she has the, the long sleeve jacket. So um, overall, I mean, I really like her. I like her as a character. Um, she's, she's pretty cute. And like I said, she's, she's the innocent, not, not real confident one. So she's kind of one that you, you can relate to, you know, um, it'll be exciting to see one, if they make more in the series, um, because you, you'd think they would do the main character before they would do her, you know, they would have done Soma, um, and, and he has a headband. So I'm kind of curious to see what they're going to do with him. Cause I'm hoping they really hoping they do him. Um, but this show is actually coming to an end in October. It, it's airing its fourth season. And it'll be the last one, but also, um, it's coming to tune in the fall as well here. So, um, it'll get some wider exposure and I'll, I'll be excited to see what, what we end up with figures. Oh, two accessories. I forgot. Uh, she comes with a plate of her goosefish dobujuro curry, which is oh. the dish she prepares out of the fish. And she actually has like a little uh, tray with with like fish pieces in it, like meat pieces in it. So, uh, a couple accessories, but she doesn't really have the hands to hold those, which is kind of strange. But overall, um, I'm going to give her a nine out of ten, just because she's pretty cool. And if there's more in the series, I'll have to get them. Cool.
0: So. You're saying the arms um, basically just plug in. I assume they can yep. still rotate in that joint?
2: Yep, it, but it's just a plug joint.
0: Okay.
2: So you're not getting a ball jointed shoulder. You're just getting a like a cut joint.
0: Yep. So there's still that little bit of articulation there if you want it. Yep. Okay, cool. Now, you, you can get
2: a little bit of like ball joint motion out of it. You know what I mean? You can kind of pull it out a little bit, but you're going to start to see a gap at that, that shoulder.
0: So clearly you'd be interested if there are more from this show. Are you yep. interested in more Nendroids generally?
2: It would have to be a show I'm watching.
0: Okay.
2: Because there's, there's just so many Nendroids out there. And a lot of them are just from shows I've never seen. Yep. Um, there, there's also a bunch of Marvel ones. And the Marvel ones, because they don't have that anime connection to them, they, they don't look as cute to me. Yeah. And, and, and where would you start? I mean, they're all movie ones. And, and where would you start and finish kind of thing? You know, Um, you, you could just keep going and going and going with those. So I, I would think it would mainly be animes that I, I've been watching.
0: Okay.
1: What about the, um? because you're a bit of a gamer, they have done ones like the Assassin's Creed and spots if, like that. You'd be tempted by those one.
2: If they came out with a new one and I saw it on pre-order, I probably would order an Assassin's Creed. No. Like if they came out with, um, say, Cassandra, I, I would I would probably go ahead and and pre-order her. Okay. Or Evie from from uh, London, I would probably pre-order her for it too.
1: Yeah, she got no love
2: in action figure form position. Sh- no, no, that's too bad. Very cool. But if you haven't seen the show, it, it's it's worth checking out. Um, the the nudity, clothes flying off part does kind of get a little less as the seasons go on. But it, it's kind of kind of cool to see these kids kind of, like, battling, you know. It, it feels like high-stakes battles, you know. Yep. Every battle, so.
0: Excellent. All right. Pretty cool. Very cool. Um, we'll take a short break after John's fantastic review, and we'll come back to wrap up the episode. I'm assuming we don't have feedback, which is why I didn't talk about it.
1: Uh, we got a little bit. Yeah. Do you want to uh, go through it just want to send through to me uh, it was just uh, another uh, comic book podcast here um, uh, radioactive lounge gave us a call out to get okay. information on a megaforce action figure line uh, let's run through yeah. sir
0: so. okay um, I will quote Eddie and then I'll um, John let you if you want to Give the uh, the various means of contacting us.
2: Yep, I could do that.
0: All right, totally cool, cool. In five, four, three, two. Oh, don't say two. In five, four, three. Well, before we wrap up this episode, we have a a little bit of feedback to go through. And Eddie, I believe you are the person who's opened this for us. Uh,
1: Yes, I will. Uh, So there is a fantastic uh, comic book podcast here in Australia called Radioactive Lounge. Uh, And one of the hosts, uh, Mr. Lucas Testro, threw out the challenge uh, to the greatest action figure podcast uh action figure blues uh whether or not we could help him uh track down if there was ever a mega force uh action figure line and as far as i can tell uh there hasn't been one i might have teased him a bit by sticking up on our twitter page a custom mega force uh action figure but uh John, you're sort of the vintage expert here. Yeah, uh, has there
2: ever been any Megaforce toys? I don't think there were action figures. I was thinking there might have been, like Matchbox cars. Mm. Maybe, maybe. Um, the 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 what's on Joe' mind guys did a um Megaforce episode, and, and they'd probably be who I would fall back to. But I, the only thing I Think that I've ever seen is probably a um, like a Matchbox car or two. What, I, what I don't think Megaforce? there were very many. Kind of like a GI Joe movie in the '80s. That's a knockoff.
0: Is it? The, I'm just doing quick Google. Is it this thing produced by Kenner in 1989? I'll just chuck a
2: link. That would sound. That would sound about right. Let's have a look here. There we go.
0: Toy archive. Is this what oh, we're yeah, talking about?
1: Is there so I'm not seeing any pictures?
0: Uh if you just oh, click through yeah. the series one. Oh, here we are. Yeah.
1: Is this series one? There's a series one link? On the,
0: is link, it the, on the right hand mark? side. If you go on the right oh, hand side. Oh there yeah. we go. Yeah.
2: Uh no. This this is This not. is something different? Yeah. This is something different.
0: Fantastic.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Hang on, though. This is gold, because how can you pass up a toy line that has characters with the name of Ram Fist? It's pretty good. That That is one of the all-time great action the, figure the names. Ra- the so. Ram Fist
0: is the name of the vehicle, though. Like, oh. These are
1: vehicle names. I was hoping it would be like one of those 80s Joe guys with, like, shaved head and a mustache.
2: No. No, these are just all vehicles. Yeah. So there's, there's no... Um, yeah, no. There's no people toys. Uh, yeah, the, the the big thing in in Megaforce the movie was uh, motorcycle. They had a really fancy motorcycle thing.
1: Yeah, it did. I've never seen it, but looking at just the posters, it was did seem to be very much like what if evil can evil joined GI Joe? Pretty much. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Well.
2: Yeah, it's a very very eighties movie. Very eighties.
0: There we go. So we if- go. If anyone uh, knows about actual Megaforce toys based on the movie rather than whatever cannon we're smoking and putting out, um, feel free to drop us a line. Uh, if you'd like us to run to the mailbox and open your answers, John, how would they get in touch with us?
2: Well, you can email us at podcast at Action Figure Blues. You can tweet at us at afblues. Blues. I think that's what it is. Um, you can tweet at Eddie and... I don't know Eddie's because it just comes up automatically for me yeah. on Twitter. Uh, um, at Eddie
1: 3429. 3429, three, four, oh,
2: two, nine. That's three, four, two, nine, not three
1: four two nine.
2: Yeah. Um, you can tweet at me at engineer nerd and um, I will try and get back to you. And depending on what side of the world you're on, you know, if you need something, you got uh, and you're on the other side of the world from me, you can tweet at Eddie and he'd probably answer you. And if you tweet during the U S daytime, I'll probably answer you. So, but the the best way I think is probably right now our Facebook community. Um, so yeah. so go on Facebook and look for, I think it's just Action Figure Blues community, and uh, you'll you'll find us. You guys know how to search, but come find our group on Facebook because it's uh,
1: it's a great it, community. Like I saw people, yeah. someone posting today about meeting up with a fellow collector and really, yeah, mm. there was there was one through. Uh, Yeah, it's it's growing into a great sort of group uh, there of people just sharing. There's lots of groups out there that's like, oh, this is the Marvel group. This is the DC group. This is the figure arts group and stuff like that. It's just – it's a great community that sort of evolved into just like, here's a bunch of eclectic stuff that I got uh, this week. There's no real rhyme or thing. It's just, oh, this is a cool figure. There's lots of great custom work being shown off uh, in the group. uh, There's – Weird uh, old toy conversations going on. It's, it's just a great to- place to um, shoot the stuff that, you know, it's it's the island of lost toy collectors. Uh, <laughs> so it's all the, the random conversations and, uh, that you just don't get to have anywhere else.
2: And I think other than one time, we really haven't had any drama on there. So, you know, it's 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 a very friendly place compared to, to some of the other groups out there. So if you're looking, looking for somewhere nice, to hang out and just talk toys. No drama. No real politics or anything. Just come hang out, you know?
0: we hmm. Well said.
2: Also, you can uh I think you can write your feedback on a package of Tim Tams and throw them through Scotty's car window as he's passing by you. I think that actually will get you on the show, but I'm not a hundred percent sure.
0: I don't, get, get I don't know that you got here. I don't know they'll get your message read out. I think you will just get disgusted that Scotty had someone throw Tim Tams through his window.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then he'll probably forget what the message was. This be I, that, I
0: recommend the, uh, the uh,
1: double coded just to make sure you really break that back windscreen. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Well, I feel like uh, that brings us to the end of the episode, chaps. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. So, um, it's another week done and another episode down and, you know, we're, we're, plodding along here and i've enjoyed this one i think it was good we uh tried some new things learned about some different stuff and i know a little bit more about the john wick movie series I did before i started which is something that i'm sure people still find amusing that i haven't watched any but i haven't uh, watched
2: them either so you're you're good
0: yeah on, you're good.
1: they're on netflix people get get on they so good gossip I'm,
0: girl is also still on netflix and i'm now watching it for the, so the second time oh, so it's-
1: Speaking of things that are streaming here, let's just throw this out in the podcast because this got a bit of attention on Twitter this week. Uh, we jokingly started to pitch around the idea of doing a podcast where we sit down and watch Dragon Ball episodes and try to explain them to Scotty Uh <laughs> it's the premise uh, which I don't care about anyone else. I think is funny trying to um, <laughs> explain to uh, Scotty what's going on in each episode of Dragon Ball, uh, which is now the entire Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super is streaming for free here uh, in Australia. So I, I think there's no better time than now if we're going to get to do it.
0: Is it on a service other than... Um... Uh, what's it called? Anime Lab or whatever it is. The Madman service a- Anime Lab is where it is. So yeah. he'd be watching it in the
1: Japanese, which uh,
0: I, think so. I thought you could watch it in a dub, but I would refuse to let him. He'd have to watch it in the the sub. As far as the I'm the the dub, you have to pay for. Uh, excellent. Japanese
1: is free. That's how they get you.
0: Excellent. Huh? Yeah.
1: That's pay for dubs. Why? <laughs> yeah.
0: Who doesn't yeah. want to read their oh. cartoons? Yeah.
1: So I I think uh, like send your tweets, send your emails, demand you want the Scotty Dragon Ball Z. Start the podcast. GoFundMe
0: uh, yeah. thing. Get on uh, Change.org and or get up and uh, just make it happen.
1: Super Saiyan GoFund. That's yeah. that's what we'll call.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I actually got uh, Mrs. Nerd to watch an anime this week. Kind of, kind of an anime. Um, it's, it's we watched of? the. We watched the whole season one and season two of AgraSukko. Okay, yeah. And uh, it's on Netflix, and you can listen to it dubbed on Netflix for free. Uh, If you work in an office, you need to watch that show.
0: Uh, I watched the first episode sometime last year with Beck, and um, I found it a little bit intimidating. Like, it was just very, very out there. But Yeah, Um, it's,
2: it's good.
1: You know what's a good cartoon that I was actually shocked was as good as it was? The Batman versus the Ninja Turtles movie.
0: I saw you posting about
1: that. Yeah, I I was worried because it's the blue Batman with the yellow symbol. And don't get me wrong, I like that look for Batman. But generally when it's used in animation, um, it's sort of a more family-friendly version uh, Mm. in modern. Like things like... brave and the bold which great cartoon um but yeah and this is not this has like uh shurikens going into people's heads and whatnot so
0: ah, excellent. um
1: it was actually yeah the good so, stuff a, uh very adult well yeah be, be careful parents picking that one up thinking oh that that looks like fun it's uh the m rating is not a joke
0: excellent <laughs> um other shows that deserve m ratings i think it still has one um that are available to stream, Uh, I saw Neon Genesis, the original 1995 series is uh, on Netflix. So if you want shows that uh, require multiple watchings just to understand what the fuck happened, uh, that's, that's there for a look as well.
2: And uh, because of you, I have added that to my queue already.
0: (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) Um, Yeah. If you, if you don't want to Google what the hell happened at the end of the show, just drop me a line and I'll explain it.
2: There's um actually two or three series for, for that on there right now. Because I remember huh. I was going through and I added a couple of them. Like one of them, Death Squared or something, and I thought there was another one even.
0: Is it the movies?
2: It might um, be. I don't know. It I was, just added stuff.
0: There's there's The mo- first movie was Death. The second movie was Rebirth. And then I think they did a cut where they smashed them together into Death Rebirth. <laughs> but basically the movies take the place of re- or replace the last two episodes of the show. For memory, mm. Mm. Mm.
1: is this why to to bring this back around to toy talk? I have noticed a lot more Neon Genesis toys coming out again. Is is it because of Netflix? Is that
3: it might a thing?
0: be? It might be. I think Revoltech just can like periodically re-release figures they've already done.
2: Is it uh, an anniversary year? Maybe.
0: Well, it'd be twenty four. Uh, sorry, not twenty four. No wait it is twenty four years since. Oh, I'm so old. Um, since the first series came out, um, the other thing is whether the um, new show, the new version, has just had another movie draw. Because mm. I don't know if maybe this
1: is the sign of the thing that you know with the reports of The Office getting five hundred million dollars for streaming exclusives and whatnot whether this might be like a new marketing thing, like a show gets picked up on something like Netflix and that, and that's a time to sort of drop new merch type thing. This might be.
0: It would make sense. You know,
1: we're sort of used to film launches and that, but yeah, maybe streaming's the new time to market.
2: Yeah. Somebody could have bought the rights too. And now they've, well, we just bought the rights. We're going to put this back out or something too. It's hard to say. Hmm. So yeah, there you
0: go. Excellent. Um, yeah. well, Excellent talking to you, and I think it's farewell time, so love talking to you guys, um, and catch you next time. Mm.
2: Have have your pet spayed or neutered.
0: Yay.
1: Good journey. Yay. Bye.
3: The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and can be downloaded direct from actionfigureblues.com. Wherever you listen, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review to help others find our show our theme music is by robert crandall our ad music is by scott holmes the afb logo is created by nath stones we also have an active fan forum at AFBforum.com where you can join with all the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news reviews old lines and trade and sell in a safe community please join us there while you're at actionfigureblues.com please check out our sponsors like Max comics and stuff loot crate audible and gamefly you can find us on Twitter at AFBlues, on Instagram at Action Figure Blues, and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Action Figure Blues. Thanks for listening!